And she was like, why are there, like, slides in your shower? <laughs> hey, guys. Welcome to the Amen Sister Podcast. We're sorry we're late again. But now that we've switched days, we're hoping that it'll now stay on time every Friday. <laughs> so we're going to start releasing a new episode every Friday. We've tried to kind of see what works best with each of our schedules. And it's hard once you it is hard when start adulting. Working. Yeah, and... <laughs> when everybody's working. And it's hard to get everybody together. So hopefully this works better. But welcome back this week. And we're super excited to talk about this topic. But first, we're going to get into our icebreaker. So we're going to be talking about our irrational fear. <laughs> I definitely have multiple, but I'm just going to name one. I'm like a very anxious person. <laughs> but um I would say one of my top ones is like wet food. Oh, I'm gonna like get <laughs> like washing dishes like really gets me anxiety and it makes me gag. Like I will literally like physically cringe whenever I touch or see wet food. Okay. I so can't talk mean, about it anymore. <laughs> so does that mean Parker does all the dishes in your No, house? like I do them but I have to have one of those like sponges on a stick. Like I can't touch it. You're also, she also doesn't like hair in the shower. Ew! Don't Ew talk about I it. don't like to hair she in the has shower. No, okay, who do, I do wear shoes in the shower. I am just a very, like, I avoid textures that are gross. <laughs> I do wear shoes in the shower. Yes, it's weird. I had a friend over helping me deep clean my house, and she was like, why are there, like, slides in your shower? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm weird. Okay. So... <laughs> I feel like I'm going down the same path, though, because I have an irrational fear. It's not really a fear. Well, it kind of is, I guess. Soggy feet and hands. <laughs> since I was a kid, like, it has, literally, since I was a kid, when we were little, Malia, when we were in the bathtub, she would touch me with her soggy hands and feet because <laughs> she knew I hated I just hate the feeling. Like, sometimes even, ooh, like, my own hands, like, when I'm in the shower, ugh, I can't. I don't know. It's just a texture issue. It's like... So it's not really, I guess it's like an icky, like something that you don't, it's not really an irrational fear, it's just something you're just like. Yeah, I guess these aren't like fears, they're more of like, I don't know, textures that we avoid or like things that we avoid. Malia, what's yours? Um, probably the fork against the glass plate. Oh yeah, just something that makes <laughs> I you can't. I guess this could have been like pet peeves or something. Yeah. Know. Anytime I go to like a restaurant it's torture for me. Because everyone does it. I don't know how they can stand to hear it. Or, or like at dinner. Plate, yeah. JD's the worst at it. <laughs> or dad. Da- dad that does it on purpose though. Like it, it, hearing a fork on a plate like makes my teeth hurt. Mm. You know? My whole body like goes into anaphylactic shock. What? <laughs> <laughs> if so it's like an irrational fear or like a pet peeve. That you have. Yeah. Like... Just something that you do something not that like makes at you all. physically cringe. And I will say for moms, because she's not able to be on here with us right now, that one of her irrational fears is cotton. Yes, like oh really, gosh. she just like literally just cotton. Terrified. She's she terrified can't of touch, cotton, like cotton balls. Yeah, like when you open up a new thing of like ibuprofen or something from the store, and it has like a ball of cotton in it, she'll make us get it out for her because she physically cannot. She just touch doesn't cotton. like cotton, and it's so weird. I guess everybody has one of those things. They just don't like. So, yeah. feel free to comment on our post and let us know what your weird thing that you don't <laughs> like is. <laughs> so, jumping right into this week's topic, we're going to be talking about, um, like, feeling distant 
from God, and I feel like that's something that everybody goes through, whether you're a Christian or not. Um, you know, obviously, if you're not a Christian, you don't have that relationship with God, so you are going to feel far away from Him. And then, like, even as a Christian, you know, you just go through phases where you feel like you might have let Him down, or you're just not putting as much effort into being a Christian as you should. And, you know, me and Kiera were actually just talking before we started the podcast about, like, how it, like, God never steps away from you. It's always us that have, like, taken a step back or that have let him down in some way, and that's why we feel distant. Now, I'm not saying, like, every time you feel distant, it's because... You did something bad or, like... Yeah. Sometimes I think we just go through seasons where you just don't feel God as strong, and those are always tough seasons to go through. So we... And actually, this is something that I've struggled with over the past couple weeks, and... Uh, we've been praying about, we like to pray about our topics that we talk about. We want to do things that people need to hear. And this is something that I've dealt with over the past couple weeks. And I was thinking the other night I was in the shower and I was just thinking about, you know, the topics and things that, and I was just struggling. And I was thinking, why don't we just talk about something that I've been struggling with? You know, things that we struggle with or things that we want to talk about. The likelihood of someone else going through that is, you know. I think it's a very common thing, but it's something that people have shame in talking about. Like, you feel like you've just let God down, you've let yourself down. It's like... Well, God, nobody wants to admit, I'm all, I feel like I'm away from God, I've yeah. let God yeah. go. But everybody but it's goes so through common. Yeah. yeah. People in the Bible, I mean, a lot of people went through it. Even like... You know, I I know, like, Daniel, whenever he was praying, he prayed for 21 days that God would, like, help him and send an answer to him. And those whole 21 days, like, he just, nothing was happening yet. And he just had to keep every day praying with the same faith, you know. And it's like, sometimes God does allow us to go through things to make us stronger. Like, I look back at things that I've gone through, and I'm so much stronger now. And, like, there's a song that we listen to. It's called uh, Thank You for the Storm. And if you haven't heard it, heard it, it's a really good song. It's by the Carr family. And it's such a blessing to listen to. So I advise you to go listen to that. But it, it shows perfectly how, like, sometimes you have to go through things to experience, like, how good God really is. Like, if you always felt like happy and like on cloud nine you wouldn't know like the comfort of God's hand whenever you do go through something hard like when you face hard things or you feel like you're in a dry place or Mm -hmm. like you feel when when you do have a good day it's just that much better because you have been in a hard place Mm -hmm. and like you were saying earlier I think it's a lot of like consistency yeah like if you feel like you're distant don't just give up I find myself like Say I've went all day and have been so busy I haven't even prayed. And, yes, there have been days that that's happened. Yeah. So if you felt that, you're not alone. Like, there will be a day where I'll go all day and not pray. And then that, you know, that night before I'm going to bed, I'm like, you know, of course I prayed over my food. and But you don't really, and maybe on the way to work you whisper a quick prayer. But, like, really get down and talk to God. And then by the end of the day, you're like, you're kind of embarrassed. Yeah. And you kind of feel like. You know, maybe 
God's mad at me because I haven't talked to him today. Yeah. Or, But then, like, I also, because, like, my husband and I have had conversations, like, about how we feel like we're just going through the motions of marriage and we need to get back to the basics of, like, getting to know each other and talking to each other and, you know, asking each other how how our day was. And it's, like, the same thing with God. Like, you have to have a relationship with him. It it's can't consistency. Just, it's coming yes. back every single day. When you wake up every day yeah. deciding, I'm going to pray today, I'm going to read my Bible, I'm going to witness to people, I'm going to put God first. And that is, and there are days where you probably, you may not get to it. Yeah. You may be so busy, you may be so overwhelmed by the troubles of the life that you don't get there. But it's not a time to just be like, well, God's probably mad at me, so I better not even try today, I'll try tomorrow. Yeah. Get down by your bed. It's so rewarding to put effort into that. I mean, if you truly care about something, you put effort into it and you try. Like, if my husband and I didn't talk when he came home from work, if we just, you know, only talked to each other when we had a need and not just because we wanted to, not because we love each other, we would have a pretty bad relationship and we would feel taken advantage of. And, like, I don't want God to feel that way about me. I don't want him to feel like I use him as a flashlight or a spare tire. Like, I just come to him whenever I need him. And then when I'm done, I just put him back in the drawer until I need him again. Like, I want to try to have a relationship with him. And I think the times that we do get stagnant in our Christian walk, it's honestly a lot of times our fault. Because we're getting caught up in the craziness of life, the everyday busyness of work or kids or a husband and wife or I feel like even exposing yourself to more worldly things like I notice if I scroll my phone for longer yeah if my screen time's been up if I'm watching more tv and I'm not making that time like I just feel myself getting more distant and it's like you can feel yourself getting more distant but even though I've been safe for you know almost 11 years like I know what I need to do but I don't do it yeah because I'm afraid you know I don't know you get in this rut where you're just like I'm kind of ashamed to yeah to feel this way I'm kind of ashamed that you know, and you just brush it off your mind, and every day it gets easier if you don't make that effort to push through. Yeah, and like I, I know there's like an argument of whether you have to go to church to get to heaven. I definitely believe you don't have to go to church to get to heaven. The thief on the cross didn't go to church, and he wasn't baptized, and he wasn't like a traditional Christian. But I do believe that like church is it reminds you that this world is not our home like we're going to something better so I just feel like as a Christian if you have the opportunity you should want to like you should crave that I do all week like I'm looking forward to church because that is my therapy that is the time that I get to go and just be like everything else doesn't matter like this is what matters this is my priority in life so like I crave that church time yeah, like you said, I don't think, I mean, I don't think that you absolutely, it's not that you have to go to church, you should want to go to church. Yeah. And, but sometimes you have to push yourself to go. There right. Are times you, there are times you come in like on a Wednesday night and you're tired and you've had a rough day, but that just means you need church that much more. Right. That means, that's just like for reading your Bible. You come home and it's been a long day, you're tired, you've been stressed out all day. But nine times out of ten, I've scrolled Facebook at least a few times that day. Yeah. And I never opened my Bible app. And it's those decisions that make you feel farther from God. Yeah. I just did this last Wednesday, actually. And I hope it's relatable because if not, it's going to sound really bad. <laughs> but most Wednesdays are really tough for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think because really the devil just 
does that to you. But yeah. mm-hmm. we have church on Wednesday evenings. And I don't get home till almost 6 o'clock. And our church starts at 7. So I'm like, I feel like every Wednesday is so rushed. And some Wednesdays is like those days you just want to come home and lay in bed. Mm-hmm. And just recuperate from yeah. the day. And just get a shower and eat dinner and chill out. And every Wednesday, like, I never have time to do that. And it just seems like the devil puts that on your mind to be like, just go ahead and stay home tonight and enjoy your evening. It's been a rough day. Like, this past Wednesday was really tough because mom and dad wasn't feeling good, so they were staying home. So I was like, well, I might as well stay home too because I won't have nobody to ride up with and I'll be driving by myself. And it's been a rough day, so I just want to chill. And so I was just going to stay home. And something told me to go ahead and go. And obviously the Lord, he knows that the devil's going to fight you with that. You'll always have that little voice no matter what. You might think you're distant from God, but you'll always have that voice that's like, mm-hmm. uh, that's not right, or you shouldn't be doing that. He'll, he'll still let you know that he's there in some yeah. way. Church, it's almost like in the morning, my husband, he'll wake up and he'll have his coffee and he'll get his day started. I'm not a coffee drinker. But I know, like, there's something that pretty much everyone has. Like, it gives them energy to get through their day. That is church for me. Or that's, like, listening to a Christian song on the way to work. Or, like, having a good prayer. Like, that is my coffee. Like, I do that. And it it gives me energy to get through the day. And to know, like, as I go throughout the day, I remember that moment. And I'm just like, "This, this is what's helping me. I'm okay. I'm fine. None of this matters. Getting to heaven is what matters. Mm -hmm having that relationship with God and like walking with him like just like we said at the beginning like a lot of times we're the ones that walk away because we're walking towards something else we're walking Mm -hmm. toward worldly desires or just the like I said the busyness of life Mm -hmm. what you feed your mind with is what you're going to believe and how you're going to feel so you have to make sure that you're putting good things there because if we get caught up in, you know, what we're watching on TV or the music that we listen to, if we're not listening to music that's going to be beneficial for our relationship with the Lord, you know, that kind of stuff is going to clog your brain and you're not going to have room for the good stuff. Yeah. The just world like, has a way of getting in your brain. And- yes, absolutely. I mean, just like Kira said earlier, like, you do have to push yourself. Like, I'm definitely not saying these things come easy. I mean, just like... Kier said a while ago, you will go all day, I mean, working, I ha- I'm going to school right now, so it's like schoolwork, actual work, making sure my baby and my husband are fed, our house is clean, and so it's, you know, 10 o'clock at night, I'm laying in my bed about to go to sleep, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't read my Bible today, or I haven't said my prayers yet before I go to sleep, and it's like things like that, that it's like, God has blessed me throughout this entire day, and I have not even stopped to say thank you or to try to dig into his word or because like God doesn't just sit up there and like make these rules of like well you have to do this you have to be this like he does those things he has scripture in the bible he wants us to pray because there are things there that are going to help us like that's where we get our strength that's where we it's like stopping at the gas station and getting a refill. Like, mm-hmm. that's how we get filled back up. Yeah. And it's free for the taking. It's always there. Yeah. It's us. And that's the amazing thing about salvation is we're not forced to take it on ourselves. We're not forced to love God. We're not forced to be saved and to be a Christian. It's there for your own free taking as much of it as you want. So, in reality, if you feel far from God, sometimes it's because he definitely didn't move. 
Sometimes we are the ones that move and that take a step back. Yeah. And I think sometimes we forget our role as a Christian is to be more than just a Christian for ourselves. We're also supposed to show the world Christian love and be kind and meek and loving. I just did a Sunday school lesson with my kids today about the fruits of the Spirit. Like, we need to get in the Bible and remind ourselves how we're supposed to present ourselves and how we're supposed to carry on and be everything that we need to be because like it's all right there we just have to try and look for it and the devil he'll always try to block because there is something good inside of you and the lord has a purpose for all of us and the devil is going to do whatever he can to make you not fulfill that purpose so if you ever feel distant from god and you just feel far away that just that much more should make you want to get closer and yeah and strive to be better Well, like, and we listen to that song, Goodness of God. We love that song. We sing it. And in it, it says, I've known you as a father and I've known you as a friend. Like, that part, I always love that part of the song. Because, like, yes, we've known him as a friend. Like, we've known him as the comforter and the one we can go to and talk to. But he's also our father. And just... You know, we said earlier, like, he'll never leave or forsake us. But sometimes he will allow us, like, just like a father, he'll, like, discipline us. And he'll be like, okay, you think you can do this on your own and you think you know best? Let's see. And so it's not necessarily that he steps away, but he does let you just take control. If you're trying so hard to take control and do what you think is best, you know, he'll let you. He's not going to treat you like a puppet and take over your life. He's going to let you have that free will. And so it's up to us to just, you know, make the right decision. And he'll he'll let us go through things so that we realize the best thing we can do is turn it over to him. I know that um, whenever you're lost, you the devil puts in your mind, like, you're not good enough to go to church. Think of all the stuff you've done. Um, a lot of people just think they're so unworthy to come to church or to mm-hmm. be saved. And that God would never love them because of the things they've done. Mm-hmm. Or they'll never be able to stop drinking or cussing, so they might as well not even try to go to church. And I think that's one way that he uses people a lot. If you notice, like, every Easter, your church can be filled with lost people, and that's the only time people ever come because they have that guilt of, like, the devil makes them think, like, they'll never be good enough to go. They'll never be good enough to, you know, be a Christian. Lost people even feel so distant from God anymore because the devil has fought so hard it made them think that they're, they'll never be good enough to yeah. even be close to God. So they might as well not even try. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the devil wants to make you feel like that it's not attainable for you to be a Christian yeah. or for you to be close to God. Mm-hmm. But we're all, God has no respect of persons. Like he doesn't, yeah. he doesn't care where you've been or what you've been through or who you are or what you're doing now. He desires a relationship with you. And he's not going to give, say to us, to me or one of the girls because we're a Christian and not you. Yeah. Yeah. He his hand isn't short and that he can't reach yeah. you know, he he can reach anybody. Yeah. I had a friend who um wasn't a Christian. I worked with her and she told me one time we were talking about it, you know, just church and everything and she was like, Well, I'm just scared of committing and then messing up and you have to be honest with people sometimes and be like, Listen, like we're all human like 
being a Christian does not make you perfect, like, by any means at all. Like, I cannot tell you how many times I've messed up since mm-hmm. I've given my heart to Jesus. Mm-hmm. But the thing about being a Christian is that you have somebody to turn to, to ask for forgiveness, to ask for guidance and strength. Like, that's the difference, is that you give your heart over to God. That's the only difference between a lost person and a saved person, is that you, you're you still going to mess up, you're still going to sin, but you're going to have someone to take it to and Mm -hmm. you still have that forgiveness that you can bring it to him. And you can't just get saved and give your life to God and then completely go back to everything you were doing before. Right. Like you have to continue to go back and pray and, and seek the Lord. There has to be a change in you. I feel like that's what pushes a lot of people away. To be a Christian is a lot simpler than what people think (laughs) and when you get saved you want to do good like right now it might seem like you're like I don't think I could live a good life like that and God gives you new desires yeah you have a whole new outlook on life there's nothing worth not having that relationship with Jesus if that makes sense like Mm -hmm. whatever you're like if it breaks God's heart what makes you think that it'll fulfill yours like there's nothing he was our creator so if something is going to break his heart then it's never going to make yours whole like you have to be understand that everything God does is for the good of us just like you know I'll tell my kids in Sunday school all the time like well, if your parents saw you running in the middle of the road and then they disciplined you, got on to you, would you be upset with them? Um, they'll always say no, and I say why? And they'll say, well, they're just trying to protect us. And that's so true. That's how God is. Like, if he sees us try, like, doing, make a decision that's going to hurt us in the future, like, he's going to try and stop us from making those decisions, not because he hates us, but the opposite. It's because he loves us and he cares for us. Mm-hmm. He really is a good father. He's he's worth getting to know. He's worth having a relationship with. He will change your life. And if you're already saved, you know that. Yeah. And sometimes it's hard to see the good. Sometimes it's hard to feel like you're not always going to feel like you're on the mountaintop. And yeah. maybe right now you're going through a valley. You feel just dry. And Dad always says there's no shame in being in a rut. There's shame in staying in a rut. Yeah. Yeah, everybody gets in dry places or valleys or that's just how it's going to be in this world. Like, this is as good as it's going to get here. It, we're going to go through hard times. We're going to go through good times. We're, it's going to be up and down. But that's just why we're here. Like, we have a better place that we're going to as Christians and we just have to thrive to get to that place. We mm-hmm. have to do the best that we can down here. This is like a dressing room. I always remember as a young Christian hearing our pastor say that. He would always say, you know, this is a dress rehearsal. And it's so true. We just have to do the best we can down here so that we can have the best life after this. you got to think about what is stopping you from having the best relationship you can with God. Yes. And think, is it worth losing that relationship and being so close with him yeah. and 99% actually 100% <laughs> it will be it's not good enough it's yeah. whatever's stopping you from having that relationship or being close to God again or maybe you're not saved at all and you what's stopping you from being saved yeah and I can promise you it's not going to be worth it's not worth it no mm-hmm. you just give it up and give it all to god and the relationship you have with him will be so much better mm-hmm. your your breakthrough is coming 
the these the valleys and the hard times they do not last forever everything has to come to an end yes. you have made it through a hundred percent of the battles that you faced up to this point and you will continue to do so yeah. your breakthrough's coming and when it comes it is like a flood yes. of blessings and it feels so good and you forget about the troubles that you went through yes so we just want to encourage you guys to hang on it's gonna get better just like here said, you've gone through everything so far. God's gotten you this far. He's not going to leave you now. So just throughout this week, remember, every time you get a free moment, just stop. Thank God. Pray. Read your Bible. Do something uplifting that, that'll help you get through the day. That'll recognize God's goodness. And if you guys ever want to reach out, ask questions, or have a prayer request, or anything you're always free to reach out to any of us on social media thank you guys thank for listening. you guys we'll try not to be late again <laughs> <laughs>